0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, the 2024 CONCACAF Champions Cup draw is uh, finally complete on this Wednesday, December 13th. We thank you very much for joining us on the Canadian Premier League YouTube channel, as we learned some incredibly exciting news in the last, uh, the last half hour or so, right, Mitchell? Obviously, we knew how big a tournament this would be for CPL Shield winners, Cavalry FC, and and CPL uh, playoff champions, Forge FC, who get to play in this Massive tournament against some of the biggest clubs in North America and CONCACAF. If you are just tuning in, haven't seen the news yet. Forge of are headed to Guadalajara to play Shivas who are obviously one of the biggest clubs in that country and Cavalry are bound for uh, a probably similarly sunny uh, February date in Orlando city against that club to two very interesting opponents. We're going to stick with with us, excuse me. We're going to have both Tommy Wilden Jr. from Cavalry, Bobby Smirniotis from Ford on shortly to get their instant reaction to the draw. But again, just to, to kick us off here, if you missed the whole show, if you didn't tune in to, uh, to CONCACAF's production from Miami, I'll run through it very quickly for you. Obviously, we had uh, we had five teams with five to the round of 16 of this tournament. Unfortunately, we're, we're not there yet with the CPL, so we went in the first round with a, a number of other teams, obviously. I'll just run through them very quickly in round one. We've got Philadelphia union from MLS playing Saprista, Toluca from Liga Mekis playing another Costa Rican club, Herediano club America against real Esteli, who I believe are Nicaraguan Mitchell. Is that that right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, obviously after that, in in match number four, Chivas and Ford, renewing the revolution are taking on independiente of Panama, who you may remember have played against, uh, I believe, Forge in the, the 2021 CONCACAF League. Uh, and then on the other side of the bracket, we're going to bring up the graphic once, we, once we've once uh, we been able to track that down. But Houston Dynamo playing St. Louis City, Tigres playing uh, the third Canadian entrant, the Canadian champion from 2023, the Vancouver Whitecaps. We then got Orlando City and Calgary FC of our own Canadian Premier League. Monterey playing uh, Comunicaciones from Guatemala. FC Cincinnati playing Jamaican side Cavalier. And finally, Nashville SC in that uh, coveted match 11 against Dominican side Mocha. And that's the coveted match 11 because the winner of that game goes on to play Inter Miami. And uh, we all know some of the guys who played for that, namely, mostly Kamal Miller, I think, is the big guy for that club. Um, but they have other guys. They have somebody called Sergio and uh, a guy called uh, Lionel Messi. Uh, speaking of clubs, though, they have a guy called Sergio. Uh, let's start with Cavalry's draw because we're going to hear from Tommy very shortly. Uh, Mitchell, Orlando City, just just give me your your instant reaction to what what that what that kind of means to you. What you you instantly think when you see that Cavalry have, have got that draw, and maybe what that kind of how you think that kind of stacks up for for their obviously first foray into continental competitions.
1: Yeah, I mean it's they're all going to be difficult opponents, but Orlando, obviously, a, a team who've had decent measure of success within um major league soccer. And I think it's uh it's a nice draw in terms of one of those clubs that uh I think will have a lot of eyes on it within within North America and, and within the United States, um, considering some of the players who have played for them in the past um you know obviously kaka being um the the most obvious one and uh luis nani uh but even the canadian connections as well i mean you had guys like kyle aaron go through there you mentioned uh kamal miller richie Larea um and and then right now uh luke Petrasso is obviously brothers with uh york united's own uh michael Petrasso. there's the uh degree of removal of, of canadian premier league that we'll be looking for in, in each of these uh in each of these draws but uh yeah, I know I think it's a it's a solid matchup for them. Obviously, um, you know, there'll be pretty different climates in in the two um the, the two legs of of this tie, but I think uh yeah, really good opportunity for for Calvaries to go out and, and play a very good opponent.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we uh we love playing six degrees of CPL separation in this office that we do all the time. Um, but to business, obviously Orlando Second in the MLS supporter shield table this year, just behind Cincinnati. Uh, they won the U S open cup last year, which I believe was their, their first ever trophy. Um, they've, they've got played quite a lot of cup football recently. I mean, they played, they played Columbus just now in, uh, in the conference semifinals in MLS lost to them, but they played Tigres in the, the, uh, I, I think it was this most recent edition of the conference cup champions league, as it was then known in the round of 16, lost to Tigres, but again, uh, you know, a tough game. And and I think a lot of people will remember their, uh, most recent appearance in the League's Cup when uh, they played a pretty intense game against Inter Miami and obviously Leo Messi scored a brace and around <laughs> them out. Um, I think that we uh, can sit here all night and talk about this draw, but I think there's a person that a lot of people Cavalry fans, especially, will want to hear from very shortly. So uh, I think without uh, without further ado, Mitchell, you'll be uh, back in a few minutes so we can break down Ford's draw. But I would, I am very very honored to welcome in our very special guest, Mr. Tommy wielden Jr. Uh, head coach of Cavalry FC. Tommy, it's been uh, a little longer than usual since we last spoke to you, uh, since I think the, the CPL final. I uh, hope you're doing well. But I mean, start us off with the first thing that went through your mind when you saw, you know, Cavalry FC come out of that little ball and, and find out where you guys are going.
2: It's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, this is what we're playing the game for. And that's what we're bringing a domestic league to, uh, to Canada for, to give Canadians an opportunity to thrive against the best. And you know, to pull a club like Orlando City that have, you know, set a great precedent um, for how they've competed year on, year out um, on the pitch. I think it's a great draw. I think it's a, an attractive opponent. I think they play a good brand um, and, and I think it's going to be a good matchup for us. But I'm excited for our fans who are probably thinking about, <laughs> right, where are they booking flights away to it? Uh, these are experiences mm-hmm. you, you want to give and uh, to, to have done this in only five years of our operation to sit there through that door. I thought it was uh, brilliant.
0: Absolutely. Canadians do love a uh, trip to Florida in February. So now I think there's a quite the reason for one as well here. Um, Tommy, you've spoken several times over the last few years, but especially this year about how much of a priority it was for your club to get into this competition. Um, can you maybe just elaborate a little bit on you know, what it means to see your club's logo in that bracket with some of those big clubs and to be part of this competition and have that opportunity to to test yourselves?
2: It's fairy tale stuff, isn't it? I mean, you know, you think back to what, what do you do? Like, what, what what do you want your kids to inspire for the next generation? They they're on the pitch when they're practicing with their teammates or themselves. They're inspiring themselves against playing it, you know, against Messi with Messi, um, and and to know that we are in the same company as you know the Ballon d'Or winner is just extraordinary mm-hmm. really. Like I said, you know, five years ago this has been bashed around about, you know, a league that's succumbed to a, a pandemic and been able to survive and now we're thriving and to get not just only us but also Forge in there as well. And and you know Vancouver Whitecaps is another Canadian club. There's three pathways in. Our names to be accompanied with the other, you know, 26 names of high caliber is 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 exceptional. And um, I mean I think CONCACAF have done a really good job in looking at the competition saying how can we make it better you know we've been watching the cup competitions going through and it's been exciting and uh recently you know Robin Hood just won the Caribbean Cup, and that was an exciting Mm -hmm. storyline and now we're in this great company and we can't wait to uh to have these matchups you know it just means we're bringing our preseason back a month earlier but I think our lads I think our players I think our fans they had such a good year last year they're excited to be coming back for this.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of CPL players probably wouldn't say no to a shorter offseason, right? Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm sure. Obviously, the work, plenty of work, has been going on behind the scenes for you guys since that, mm-hmm. probably since the day after that CPL final for a lot of your, you and your staff. But does it maybe uh, ratchet up a little bit now that you know a little bit more about about what's up? Obviously, we don't know the schedule yet, and we don't know a lot, but. Uh, What does the next maybe month and a half look like before early February to, to get your guys prepared for, for this, obviously one of the biggest challenges this club has faced yet.
2: Well, after a terrific season that we had, we, we knew that um, we would, by being in this competition, we'd have a month extra than everyone else. So we need to make sure that we're deep because we're going into four competitions, you know, we're going into against high caliber opposition right off the get go Uh, you know, early in the season when it kicks off around mid April, you know that you're going to be facing in the in the Canadian Championship and early another early cup competition. So we know we need depth. Um I thought we've had terrific uh you know consistency with our play this year. Or sorry, yeah, I guess it still is 2023, isn't it? So we we've been really consistent. Uh, but we want to add it on it. We you know we're never just resting on our laurels. We're always looking at ways, whether it's the staff looking at what we can add to improve on our performance on the pitch to continuity and chemistry everyone forgets that that's actually you know it takes time to teach and our players have a really good idea of how we want to play both sides of the ball that will give us an advantage head start to then maybe sampling in a few things but you know I'm excited to see how the likes of your know, Marco Carducci and Sergio Camargo have been from day one with us to you know uh my Bevan golden boot winner to Ali Moosey and Dan Klomp to be pitched against some of these players that we're going to be facing against I mean that's a yeah that's like i said you know fairy tale stuff isn't it
0: yeah it certainly is and is, i guess more of the the continued evolution of your club right we spoke a little mm-hmm. bit about yeah I mean, we spoke a little bit about new cavalry uh over the the season here as you guys went on to to win the shield by by 13 points um and this is a new challenge and a lot of a lot of players you know that obviously that you see every day players that i've spoken to have, have talked about how seeing their logo seeing some of their faces on these graphics alongside the players in this competition is uh it's quite the incentive but i mean you you have to it's it's quite the the reward for a lot of these guys for the hard work that they put in over the last not just year but for some of them 5 years right
2: it is and oh, and i think we 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 can't downplay the achievement of, of what these players have done they've gone coast to coast in one of the largest leagues in the world in terms of miles that you're going to have to do and to probably we're all looking at, you know, the way the season was. And it was probably the most competitive until the end where we finished very, very strong and kept consistent. So I think what they've done is that is the players have earned this for the club. The fans have stuck with us through everything from, like I said, the the pandemic to, you know, an average 2022 year. But we're always in the conversation. And I think that's that's what this club is about. It's It's, it's a competitive club. Now we get the chance to raise the bar playing against another and an American MLS club, something we've not yet faced. So we want to make sure how do we measure up against Orlando? how do we measure up in the heat there when we've only had a five to six week season? Does that change our tactics to how they would measure up in the, in the cold up in, in Calgary? So, you know, these are the things that we've got to navigate our way through um, and, and, and bring into how we prepare the guys over the next you know, five to six weeks leading into these games.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you guys will be uh, continue to be trailblazers as the first CPL club to play an American MLS team, which is uh, it's, it's something a little bit interesting and a little bit different from playing those three Canadian ones in the Canadian Championship. Uh, Tommy, we uh, it's always a pleasure, obviously, to to speak with you. Congratulations again on uh, winning that regular season title and getting into this competition. And I'm sure we will. You you'll be very busy anyway, and we'll still be asking for plenty of stuff over the next month and a half. But uh, for now, I think we'll we'll let you get back and, and hopefully enjoy at least a little bit of, of rest and peace over the holiday period before we bug you again, Tommy, thank you so much.
2: Thank you very much. Take it easy. Thanks, Tommy. All right, we'll,
0: we'll just bring Mitchell back in here for a second and just quickly break down the Forge side of this draw. I, uh, I believe at this point we're able to bring the bracket up one more time uh, and, and we can maybe just, just remind people for those that are just joining us Where things stand, obviously up there again. I don't need to read through every single uh, club again, but the uh, the most important ones, obviously, for our purposes. Forge playing Shiva Guadalajara, Cavalry playing Orlando City SC. Opposite sides of the bracket, so who knows? Maybe we have a an all CPL Champions Cup final. (laughs) We're in dreamland. (laughs) Let's go (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But uh, but Mitchell, Shiva Guadalajara is a a massive massive club. Just. Tell me again what goes through your mind when you see uh, Forge's name come out of that pod and and placed into into that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredibly exciting, isn't it? Um, You know, these are the types of matchups, I think, especially that make this competition so exciting for Canadian Premier League sides where... Mm -hmm you're going up uh, against a side that has 117 years of, of history. Um, and we're one of, one of the founding members of uh, the Primera División, which obviously became Liga Mackeys, as it's known today. You know, a, a side that's never been relegated in their history. And obviously, um, Canadian soccer fans will be well acquainted with them, considering they... Um, Famously beat Toronto FC in the the 2018 um, edition of the Champions League. The only time a Canadian, or actually not Montreal, did as well, but uh, the closest, I guess, a Canadian team has has come to um, winning this this competition. And uh, that was the last time they've been there, though, um, which is which is interesting. And and obviously, um, you know, it hasn't been a club that's been maybe up to that level um, of late as much. But you know, still. At the same time, this is going to be a massive challenge for Forge. But uh, of any team in in the CPL, obviously, they'll be the most prepared for it considering what they've done in the CONCACAF league, considering, you know, they've gone into the Estadio Azteca, you know, the Estadio Akron won't be the massive leap in in terms of, um, you know, venue and and that sort of thing that that it would be for maybe some other clubs. So um, I think this is a really exciting draw for them. And, uh, you know, they'll fancy... Uh, their 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 opportunity to to go in and maybe do something in this as as they always do in any of these matchups. So I think it's yeah it's a really exciting draw. And again, getting kind of that American team um, for for cavalry, and then getting you know a historic Mexican side as well. Um, it's exciting for the league to to have this uh, the draw play out the way it did.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, as you mentioned, this is a 117 year old club who's taking on a Forge FC team that's about to play its sixth season. Um, that's, uh, that's going to be pretty wild just to be in, you know, in that same competition. Yeah. For the, also for those who haven't seen it, Estadio Efron, go take a look at, at what that stadium looks like. The, the grass on the outside, it's awesome. It's so cool. Um, so that's going to be a quite the, quite the entertaining away day for Forge. And, and I think I'd recommend any fans that want to make that away trip. That, that would be a, a pretty fun one. But Shivas, as you mentioned, Mitchell have had a bit of a weird decade, really you know they won that that Champions League in 2018 their last Mexican title was in 2017 though so, uh this year they finished fifth in in the Apertura they lost in the quarterfinals to Monterrey uh, i think things are a little bit frustrated with obviously one of the arguably the biggest club and and best supported club in Mexico uh, and and the best supported Mexican club around the world by a lot of metrics uh, but Velko Panovic is a is a, a experienced coach they brought in. He was coach of Reading in England and, and the Chicago Fire, I believe, uh, more recently in MLS. But um it has been a, a strange, especially last couple of years for Shivas. They lost they were went winless in League's Cup against MLS teams this year. I think they lost to, to Cincinnati and sporting Kansas City. Um, but they have only played a Canadian team in the CONCACAF Champions League Champions Cup once. And that was that final against TFC. Uh I want like technically they haven't lost at home in this competition, but they did lose over 90 minutes to TFC in the second leg of that. Um, Mitchell, just, just final thought on Forge, who are obviously going back into the competition that they really, really wanted to be into, been in so many continental competitions and flown a Canadian flag so well. Just what do you think we're going to hear from uh, Bobby Smirniotis about what it really means to them in a, in a second. But for you, what does it mean to, to see that club back in a, a competition like this? Well, I think it's exciting because we've just
1: seen how this competition has helped shape that club over, you know, their five seasons of history in terms of both what they've done on the field and what they've done off the field as well. And this is an opportunity in in going to a club with so much history to, um, again, absorb everything about the club and and everything they've done well to to build up this history. And in terms of the player development, you know, you look at the guys who have come out of – guadalajara in terms of you know Chicharito, carlos Vez, there's some mm-hmm. really really top world-class talent that you know has come out of that uh that system so i think it's a it's a really exciting opportunity for you know what has been the class of the cpl in terms of you know winning these knockout fixtures so far um to to go in obviously be the heavy underdogs but um, to to really test themselves and extend themselves again in, at so many levels, and you know, I think getting that opportunity to to play against the Cruz Azul side um, will prepare them in in a unique way, and you know, they'll they'll know what to expect, and that makes them just that little bit more um, dangerous. I think for for Chivas Guadalajara.
0: Absolutely. Mitch, we'll have you back in one more time at the end of the show to wrap up and, and maybe just go a little bit deeper on the, the bracket as a whole. But for now, we are going to bring in our second special guest of the evening. And that would be another champion. Uh, in fact, a four-time champion, Forge FC coach Bobby Smirniotas. Bobby, thanks for, for taking the time this evening. Just the, the first question is going to be the same one I asked Tommy. What was the first thing that went through your mind when you saw that, that little Forge ticket come out of the bowl and, and get placed right next to, to Guadalajara?
3: Yeah, it's always uh, it's always a nice thing to see. You know, these are the competitions you want to be part of. These are the competitions uh, that we've created an uh, an excellent, uh, you know, short little history for for our club. Uh, and to be there is is what we want. Uh, you know, and it's uh, it's the minimum that uh, we require of uh, of our club. Um, and then you get the draw after that, and uh, you say, "Here we go."
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I. I, I don't think that you would say, but is this is this one of the ones that you maybe had your eye on in the in the pod as, as one that would be a you know a significant club to draw, obviously being such a massive club, being you know obviously one of the biggest clubs in Mexico and, and a real real test for you guys.
3: Yeah, you look at the draws, and you know you have two uh, thoughts in your head. One is uh, the ultra competitive spirit in you, and and seeing how far you can get into it, and then one is uh, the uniqueness of uh, some of the teams that you can play and and Chivas is obviously one of those unique teams uh, as you guys just mentioned previously on just the history of of who they are um, uh, what they represent in in Mexican football and uh, sometimes you know for us uh, the bigger the challenge uh, you know the better and uh, we always look forward to it. Exactly Chivas it's interesting I feel I feel
0: like Obviously, being such a, a historic club in Mexico, but being a club that's so historically been so focused on homegrown players and, and domestic players, is that something that you admire? I feel like maybe there are similarities between a club like that and and something that obviously you guys at Forge, but but the Canadian Premier League as a whole, maybe uh, maybe has some some similarities with, right?
3: Yeah, obviously they're a club that's uh, that's known for that in the, in their history and, and their present and. Uh, you know we're we're a club that's uh, that's been built off of uh, you know players coming through through a system um, from year one, and uh, a lot of those players. If we go back to our year one team, we're, we're players that were competing in Concacaf League, uh, the predecessor to to this uh, competition, and had a lot of experiences in this. And so obviously, you know, anyone who's uh, in there uh, to develop youth is always uh, good in my books. Uh, but in this one, we look forward to you know giving this team a hard time coming into Hamilton and Tim Hortons Field. And then uh, going to visit another beautiful stadium down in Mexico.
0: Absolutely, I know that you guys missed it this year, right? Playing in those Concacaf competitions, obviously it wasn't uh, anything that that was on the table this year. But just tell me about, you know, how special those moments have been for you guys. Maybe describe what it's like to what was what it was like to be on the touchline at the Azteca. What it was like to go down to to Honduras and, and El Salvador and some of these places, and what makes that so special and something that is such a priority for your club to get to.
3: Yeah, I think it gives the players a different breath. It's just a different uh, look at w- what's going on in football uh, around our around our continent. And, uh, you know, I, I touched on it in this past season in 2023, we missed it. And, you know, we knew that as, as a club going into it, when when you're used to playing some of these outside games, it, uh, it changes things up uh, a little bit. And sometimes they come early and sometimes they come later. Um, but that gives uh, a little bit of different uh, motivation to players who have done a lot. Uh, because that's a tricky thing in, in football when you have uh, players who have uh, who have accomplished a lot it's uh, it's to keep them going and uh you know it's, that's why it was important for us to get back into this uh, competition uh above everything because it gives us that extra motivation to start a twenty twenty four season which will be as challenging as as they all are um you know we set the bar high uh obviously with what we've done as a club and uh we need these little uh, components uh, to what we do to keep ourselves going
0: absolutely i think these games are going to come up on us a little bit quickly once we get into 2024 bobby a month and a half ago you were lifting a trophy after uh, the cpl final um how quickly after that did you have to to flip your mind and and turn into into coach and manager mode again and look towards not just this but the the 2024 season
3: yeah like with every season you probably take a you know a few days uh... You know you review everything then after a couple of weeks uh, you have to go um because before you know it the new year's rolled around and we're back into uh into training camp um you know uh, the great thing is it wasn't uh, our first championship so the celebrations were celebrations uh, but we know what's uh, what's next and you know that's sometimes uh, the motto of the club it's uh, it's we move on we move on to the next one this is uh, this is done and uh, and you go and what we have in front of us as of right now and uh, today is uh, is an opponent uh we have a location we have players we have to look at. You know, those their squad will probably change a little bit as uh, they change from the apertura to the clausura, and you know that provides another difficult component in, in playing a team from uh, from Mexico in Liga MX. You know, they'll probably be six to seven games into into competition, and that's a lot different uh, than let's say having a MLS-based squad who will start their preseason, uh, you know, early January the same as us. So, you know, every opponent brings something different, and this one is a is an excellent uh, challenge and comes with a lot of history.
0: Absolutely. And uh, now that now that we know where you guys are going, what the opponent is, I'm sure the the detail-oriented uh, preparation will begin very shortly. I'm sure Bobby, thank you so much for joining us tonight, taking time out of your evening. Uh, I hope you have a, a fantastic holiday. I'm sure we'll speak to you plenty of times in the new year as we prepare for this. and congratulations again on winning the North Star Cup. Perfect. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks, Bobby. All right, Mitchell, come back in one more time, and we will wrap up here and uh, put a bow on the 2024 Concacaf Champions Cup draw. Um, I know that we did have an eye on that 11th game, uh, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Nashville SC and Moca from the Dominican Republic will be playing for that chance to to take on Inter Miami and Lionel Messi in that round of 16. But Mitch, are there any other games in this? Uh, in this bracket that are standing out to you anything uh that maybe maybe is is of particular interest outside of our our cpl games
1: well let me get my reading glasses on here pretty quick (laughs) because this is a big tournament that that's going on but i actually think calvary's quadrant uh is quite mm-hmm. fascinating. Um, you look at the other Canadian team involved in this competition, the uh, major league Soccer's Vancouver white caps playing against Tigris. Uh, I think that's a, that's a very interesting matchup. And then, uh, the all MLS matchup between Houston and, and St. Louis, um, with, with a chance to play, uh, the Columbus crew, obviously MLS cup champions, um, Six degrees of, of CPL Mofarsi included in that uh, <laughs> as well. Obviously, you have to give a, a shout out to Tim, former, former Calvary FC player. But I, I think that whole side of the bracket, obviously with Calvary um, going into Orlando, is is very intriguing and and exciting. So um, yeah, that, that's one of the areas I'm really going to be
0: looking for. I think so. Just just a few minutes left here. So if you've got any questions uh, for us, just put them in the chat, and we'll try to get to them. Again, uh, also in the chat, check out that link for a chance to enter and win a ticket flex pack to a, your favorite Canadian Premier League team that sounds uh sounds like a, a thing that you should get in and uh, and enter that competition because that is a lot of fun but Mitch this is going to be a wild January for cavalry and forge right we've we've already heard quite a lot about cavalry's uh, squad and and I know that they've got a, a pretty pretty robust team of, of returning players coming back we are still still waiting to hear on on some things about forged squad but i you know they're forged they're they're usually uh, <laughs> they're they're going to be forged right they they almost always are but uh, what are obviously bobby and tommy talked about it what are some of the the challenges you think of coming into preseason in january playing obviously one of the hardest games you've ever had to play and then kind of having to look maybe a month or or two towards the the cpl regular season obviously you know they won't be off because they're going to win the first round and keep going this competition, but it's a, it's a bit of a weird cadence for these clubs, right?
1: Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, um, when you look at a number of different things, I mean, it, it appears we, we don't fully know, but it appears as though both teams will be bringing back a, a pretty solid core of the players um, who were part of the, the club last year. But obviously when you're integrating new players as well, you wouldn't have had uh, competitive matchups to, 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 get them involved in the squad and, and to build up that chemistry. So that's one difficulty. Um, Tommy mentioned, you know, the climates uh, are, are very different. So um, mm. you're potentially preparing in, in the winter uh, up here in Canada for, for games that, you know, will be played in potentially, you know, a 40 degree swing from that, if, if not more, um, which is, uh, you know, a challenge that uh, they'll, they'll have to, to overcome uh, and, you know, just the, the detail orientation, orientation of squads that can change a lot, too, uh, on both sides. I mean, um, you know, you're scouting an in, in Orlando City team that uh, could look very different in, in yeah. short order. You're scouting a Chivas team that, as Bobby mentioned, um, could change as well. So uh, I think there's there's maybe a lot of moving parts um, in in these kind of things that they have to do that, uh, or the, yeah, in these preparations that they have to go through. But uh, you know, if you're looking at Um, organizations and coaches who are prepared and and as detail-oriented as they come you know maybe just in this region in general Um, I think you put Bobby Smirniotis and Tommy Wilden Jr. up there and and not just them but you know their coaching staffs between you know David Edgar, Leon Hapgood there's a lot of different guys that deserve credit so um, I I think that as much as these are going to be challenges um, there's a lot of you know, these are exciting challenges for them as well. You look at the players, the opportunities they're going to have, at the coaches to really build towards international competition. That's an incredible experience.
0: Absolutely, uh, you know, for the for the optimists out there, like ourselves, uh, if Forge are able to get past Chivas, and they'll they'll play probably Club America. You know, if they if they get past Real Esteli, um, which would be another trip to the Azteca for them. Uh, familiar ground, obviously, but we all know that Club America is also a massive, massive team in Mexico. Uh, if Cavalry get past Orlando, they could play Tigris or the Whitecaps, um, which I'm sure will actually be pretty interesting. That's actually one of the first round ties that I think I'm most interested in watching as well. Uh, I believe the, the Whitecaps played Tigris fairly recently in, in the Champions League. That sounds League, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't. I don't have my notes on the Whitecaps' uh, history at the moment because we couldn't draw them. They were in pot <laughs> two. <laughs> but again, again, uh, just so many, so many massive, massive clubs in this tournament. I love when CPL teams play CONCACAF. It's always been, you know, some of the most fun that we've had at this league covering these teams, and it's been some of the most fun that some of these players have had playing in these games. Um, and obviously, it's a chance for CPL teams to demonstrate the level in canada fly the canadian flag show how professional these teams can be how high their level is on the pitch and and welcome some of these teams into into our country where maybe they they might not have been before so certainly a lot of a lot of positives for a tournament like this and then i think we're very very happy that we do have two spots in it this year which is a lot of fun um just wrap it wrapping up. I mean, for the, the inter Miami fans or the Messi fans in here, uh, if you are interested, we've already said, you know, they're probably going to play Nashville in their round of 16. And then after that, they could, uh, it really could be anybody It could be FC Cincinnati. It could be Monterey, Comunicaciones, uh, Cavalier from Jamaica. I think you'd probably, you'd probably bank on either Monterey or Cincinnati there, since uh, he being the the supportive shield winners. But, uh, again, not an easy path to the final for, uh, for Mr. Kamal Miller and, and co and, and his friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's, there's just so much to look at in this bracket. I, for one, I think just can't wait to get started. I uh, I would encourage all of you to stay tuned to campiel.ca and, and this YouTube channel as we break down this tournament and in particular Orlando and Shivas and obviously Cavalry and Forge over the next month and a half as we lead up to these games in early February uh, as these clubs start to, to really look ahead to, to some of those big games before we do that build up into these games though, there is one last order of business for you guys watching because we have another big day in the Canadian Premier League tomorrow, which is our, our 2024 CPLU sports draft presented by degree. Uh, again, if, if you're not aware, this is a, a very important event at the CPL. Um, obviously, each club has eight picks in two rounds, so, so they'll be drafting two players each from Canadian universities, from U-sports schools, and it's always been uh, quite a, a unique pathway to the professional game in Canada, where obviously, uniquely, U-sports players can play professionally in the Canadian Premier League and don't have to forfeit their academic eligibility or their U-sports eligibility, uh, unlike in the United States, which is Uh, a unique part of of the eSports draft, but we've had some great players come through there. We've had Joel Waterman, obviously, uh, Victor Latoury, Anthony White, our first overall pick last year, played for Vancouver, Eric Kobza, uh, who was a a major, major part of Cavalry's CPL Shield winning team, Garvin Matusala, who was a a major part of Forge FC's North Star Cup winning team this year. All sorts of players, and and I would encourage you guys to tune in at 1 p.m. Eastern Uh, on again this very same cpl youtube channel or one soccer's youtube channel or the cbc sports youtube channel really anywhere it's hard to it's really hard to miss and find out who perhaps some of the next stars that come out of the esports sports draft are it'll be a lot of fun Uh, so i encourage you all to join us uh mitchell thank you so much for joining us in front of your gorgeous looking christmas tree (laughs) it looks very very cozy in your home there uh probably a little bit warmer than here at, at cpl hq but again, for, uh, for those of you who somehow have missed it, the 2024 CONCACAF Champions Cup will kick off in February and Forge FC of the Canadian Premier League will play Chivas Guadalajara. Calvary FC of the Canadian Premier League will play Orlando City SC of Major League Soccer. Thank you so much for joining us and everybody who's watched along with us. Good night.